This episode is brought to you by Triggered 22 LLC, a veteran-owned apparel company. By purchasing a t-shirt, hat, or hoodie from Triggered 22, you're not only supporting a small business, but you're bringing awareness to veteran PTSD and suicide. Please help save the lives of those who fought for our freedoms. Visit Triggered22.com now and place your order. Let's help those suffering from invisible wounds. I think we talked about it in my other podcast too with um, people used to always say to me, um, you're strong for a girl. Yes. And that used to always upset me because there was no need to add the for a girl. Welcome to the American Grown Podcast hosted by Austin Sullivan. The American Grown Podcast will focus on people from different walks of life and their journey to where they are now. Now, turn up your volume and settle in for a great episode. Hi, I'm Austin Sullivan. This is the American Grown Podcast, recorded inside the ColorTech Creative Solutions Studios. Welcome back, Jessica Malloy, to the American Grown Podcast, episode 51. Thank you. For the new listeners, Jessica was first on the podcast back in episode 29 earlier this year. During that episode, we spoke mainly about uh, how you started Palmyra Greenhouse and also your powerlifting career. Correct. Today, you've come back on the podcast to discuss your new book, Rosie and Friends, Adventures of a Flower Truck, which is a phenomenal book. My wife and I are proud owners of a copy. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. And I wanted to personally thank you for uh, letting me MC the event. Uh, it was something totally new for me. Never did that before. The closest thing I could compare it to was calling bingo. Uh, yeah. Which, if you know bingo players, they can be pretty cutthroat. Oh. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you get the numbers and letters wrong, oh, they'll they'll yell at you and scream. Or if you're, like, too fast or not, yes, not fast enough. Correct. It's yeah. the, the tempo, the speed of it. So your book launch party was much more relaxed in that aspect. Good. Okay, yeah. chill. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't worried about, you know, the old lady's going to mace me or hit me with her purses at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the night. But no, I really appreciate it. and uh, I appreciate you yeah. coming out. I know I asked you and I was like, I'm not sure if he's going to want to do this. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I talked to Courtney that night. You uh, messaged me on Facebook and I'm like, what do you think? And she's like, if you, if you do it, like, there's no downside. Right. You know, yeah. it's a learning experience yeah. for sure. First time doing it. And, you know, it just gets the name out there. Exactly. And it, right. was, it was, like I said, a lot of fun. Definitely a little nerve-wracking, but we got through it together. I think we, yeah. we did a great I mean, job. the microphone didn't work real well for us. Yeah, and I'm sorry about that. Like, I just, I was like, oh, okay, this should be easy. You know, just pick it up and start talking. Because, like, here for the podcast, you know, everything I have set, you know, and, and fine-tuned. But, of course, these are different than the that, mics that were there. I was yeah. like, oh. So, that's on me, though. For next no. time, I'm going to, well, for next time, I got to do some research and figure it out. But let's start off from the beginning. Again, for those new listeners... Give a refresher of your life, you know, from young up until where we're at right now. Like just oh a boy. Yeah, quick refresher. Okay. Or take an hour, however long you want to take. <laughs> I moved to the area when I was 10. Um, grew up then from in Hershey. Met my husband in high school. So we're high school sweethearts. Got married a couple years later. We have a son. We live in Palmyra now. And in 2020, during COVID, we were bored and... We built a greenhouse in our backyard. So that kind of started this whole whirlwind of a business, which was never really going to be a business. It was a hobby. 
So now I have a flower truck and a book. So it was all just, um, it's been, it's been a wild ride for sure. And it, it escalated pretty quickly, <laughs> I would say, it did. didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Did. And shout out to Patrick, who's actually here in the studio today, but he didn't want to be on the mic. We <laughs> won't hold it against him. And then also Alex, your son, you know, who yeah. was at the book launch party. So, you know, it was never supposed to be what it is. Right. Um, it was it was a hobby. It was something for fun during COVID, something to, to pass the time. How did you get from a hobby to, uh, as far as I knew... This is your full-time job. Like, it is now. Yeah. As of two weeks ago, I quit my my quote-unquote real job to do this um, full-time. Honestly, social media. Social media was a huge help in all of this because the greenhouse is super cute, and I decorated it for Christmas and put photos online, and then people wanted to use it for um, Christmas pictures. And that kind of escalated into this whole thing along with selling the flowers that I ended up growing in the greenhouse, um, was all done via social media. So yeah, if it wasn't for social media, I definitely wouldn't be where I am. And then of course it grew from there. You know, we got the website and, um, got the truck. So yeah, it's <laughs> just, I mean, you said it escalated quickly. It really did. Like I said, that was 2020. Um, it didn't turn into a business till like January of 21 and now we're in 23 and I'm doing it full time. So, yeah. yeah. So what was that like then taking this kind of like final leap of faith going from, you know, a secure traditional nine to five or whatever hours you might've had to throwing caution to the wind and like, let's, let's do this. What was that Scary. Like? Yeah. <laughs> I did go part-time in May. I mean, luckily, my husband's very supportive. Um, shout out to Patrick. <laughs> so, shout out to Patrick. Um, yeah. So he definitely um, encouraged me. Um, you know, we talked about it. He has, you know, a good job and the health insurance, which obviously is very important Perfect. when you have a family. In May, I kind of just tested the waters a bit. And I was amazed at still how busy I was, even though I was only working three days a week for seven hours a day instead of five hours or five days a week. So yeah, I was like, I still need more time. I mean, I still, and you had mentioned about, you know, powerlifting and all that. So we still go to the gym, um, try to do that five days a week. So between eating, sleeping, working, and then doing all this, writing the book, and now trying to also market the book. I just did not have enough time to do all that. So we took the leap and the end of September was my last okay. day at my real job. Yeah. So, what so this were, is my real job now. This is it, right. <laughs> Rosie and friends for sure and, and you know, Palmyra Greenhouse. But what were uh, co-workers, friends and family, were they all real supportive? Do you, were there, are there any doubters you think out there that uh, maybe you're hating a little bit because you're chasing your dream really? Um, I don't think there were any doubt. Anybody who knew me, I don't think they doubted me. I think I'm the biggest skeptic of it, you know, myself. I um, have to learn to give myself more credit, I think. But yeah, everyone that I talked to said, go for it. You know, like I said, my husband um, was definitely a big, you know, my, I think my son probably was the most, you know, I did. I, when I told him that, you know, my next week's going to be my last week, yeah. he was like, does he know? And I said, who's he? He's like, your boss. I'm like, yes, my boss knows. <laughs> so yeah, I think he was more shocked and skeptic of it than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's because he's 21. <laughs> well, there you go. Right. And it's interesting you say that because sometimes I feel uh, with the podcast here, almost like, like you said, not giving enough credit to yourself or what you've built or created or, you know, the platform or, or the business. And I feel like that's kind of like a common thing 
for entrepreneurs. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's that not believing maybe in yourself or not giving yourself enough credit and almost like almost like you doubt, you know? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. I said, yeah, it's a, I, I feel that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but but yet it's like, you know, look, I mean, you have the book, hard copy right here. There'll be pictures on American Grown Podcast, <laughs> Facebook and Instagram, you know, and, and podcast. I'm up to, you know, episode 51. And it's just, I feel like if anyone's out there on the fence listening, go all in on your side hustle. Go all in on yourself because you, you can't lose if you bet on yourself. Right, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I wanted to also hit on, you had <clears throat> mentioned just a bit ago about community and social media and how that's really helped launch what you're doing. Is there anyone there you wanted to shout out in particular or how have you been able to use those platforms like Facebook and Instagram to promote and grow what you're doing? Um, It's interesting. Um, Well, I mean, the truck's out there, you know, when I do a lot of events. So we do what, three events a week around. Okay. And so a lot of people just see, Rosie out in you know in the community we just did um the Halloween parade on Wednesday what day is it Wednesday we did it yeah. <laughs> so, so we were in the Halloween parade in Hershey um and you know it's just interesting when you drive by oh there's Rosie you know so right um she's definitely out there and then obviously posting a lot at this point I think I need to hire someone to help me with my social media um you know the whole reels thing you know they say that that gets a lot more views especially on Instagram I do what I can and I do what I know, yeah. um, but I'm not good at the reels. I'm not even good at Canva. Like apparently that's <laughs> like super easy and I still haven't even gotten that. So yeah, I think to even get more, but you know, they say that you're supposed to post like at least once a day, no more than twice a day. Right. Um, so I try to take all that into consideration, you know, while thinking of things to post about and taking certain pictures, obviously and certain lighting and all that stuff. I still am learning. I'm still. It's a so, lot. It's it's, so, it is like a full time job. job. Yes, yeah. you took the word time about. Yeah. Uh, social media is, but yet it's so critical. And like you said, if you can can execute on the reels, um, like a good uh, a person that we know, uh, Goldie Links with Allison. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's great. She's at great. It. And I feel like you know, I'm not putting her down, but I feel like she just goes with it. Like, oh yeah, it doesn't have to be polished, and she's just like phone, shoot the video, and and upload it. Yeah, and she doesn't laugh at herself. Yeah. Like, I would laugh at myself trying to do all those like voiceovers. Being funny and like stuff. that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I couldn't yeah. I couldn't do it. No. But shout out to her for for putting out some great content. And yeah. and I feel like sometimes for me, uh, or creatives in general, entrepreneurs in general, you might get caught up a little bit in like it, it has to be polished or like, you know, I'll think about a post so many times. Right. Or is it spelled right? You know, I always oh, look at spelling because I'm not a good speller. And sometimes it's just like, you know, just pull the trigger and, and post it, you know? Exactly. And let the chips fall where they may. So now let's dive into the book launch party it was held at the uh, hershey history center or i saw it's called hershey historical society uh located right behind tanger outlets and just down from trogues uh so how did you pick that place as your as your venue and, and what were your thoughts walk us through that i had been to um one or two parties there and i knew they had the back area where you know we could use the fire pit and i knew it was going to be possibly on the chiller chillier side being that it's um october um, but honestly, you could bring your own food and you could bring your own alcohol. And so that was a huge, you know, plus, yeah. um, because when you go to places that, you know, you have to cater or that they supply the alcohol, it's just a lot more expensive. So that was a huge selling point to be honest, but also they just opened it up and said, you know, here, take it for how many hours you need it. You know, we 
did the setup and they were just really chilled to work with. Um, not so yeah. high maintenance. So, yeah. It was a very nice location. That was mm-hmm. the first time I was ever there. I've never been there before. I didn't even know that place existed. Yeah, it's nice. You know, like I've been to, what is it, Red Robin, like I said, Tanger Outlets or Trogues. I mean, who hasn't had a couple drinks at Trogues <laughs> and, you know, maybe called for an Uber or whatnot to get home. But it was nice. It was yeah. really nice. Like you said, how they have the patio, fire pit, uh, indoor, outdoor, you know, it was clean. Just a really nice, uh, for the listeners and for the people that weren't there, very nice setup. Very, mm-hmm. very professionally done. You had... Uh, I'll call them mini rosies or, you know, <laughs> on each of the table with sunflowers. And sunflowers, was that the first thing you started growing, I think, if I remember back to episode 29? Wasn't it sunflowers? Yes, it was. Yeah. 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 And if I remember squirrels or chipmunks, I think squirrels. squirrels. Yeah. So the squirrels were uh, eating eating the sunflowers, right? Eating my seeds. Eating the seeds. Yeah. 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 And that's what started. That's what started this started whole thing. This whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a bunch of squirrels. So there was kind of that, you know, mentality going into picking the sunflower as my theme for, I mean, obviously Rosie was the theme too, but I had 600 sunflowers that I wanted to work with for my event. We kind of had sunflowers everywhere. 600. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. But I loved it because it adds that pop of color. What was involved, right, to plan a book launch party? I love party planning. <laughs> I love themes from when Alex was small. You, you give me a theme and I run with it. Um, so I found it fun. It might have been stressful to other people around. Um, shout out to Patrick. Because this <laughs> was, um, I go I go all out. I mean, you know, yeah. I... I shouldn't have done what I did necessarily. You know, I had the music there and I had the character lady there and like all that stuff wasn't necessary, but you know, I wanted it to be nice. I wanted people to have fun. I didn't want them just to sit around and be bored. So, you know, the music was there. Um, but anyway, so, but <laughs> we were going to have it catered also just finger foods, but my mom really, really likes to make food in bulk. So, so when I told her that I was thinking about hiring somebody, she, I think she almost felt offended that I didn't yeah. ask her to make the food. So I wanted to use a lot of my other small business people that I've worked with throughout this time. So the charcuterie lady, I definitely, you know, needed her and wanted her part of it. And then outside of that, I was like, fine, mom, you can help with the rest of the food. So we did, you know, the sunflower cupcakes, and yes. then she did the food that she enjoys making. Wait, so wait, wait, wait. Well, they were, the food was phenomenal. Uh, so shout out to your mom. But the cupcakes, you... My mom and I did those. All those cupcakes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that was a lot. I don't know why I thought it was you had a bakery do them, and they were really no. good. Yeah. My mom used to do, like, wedding cakes and stuff on the side yeah. as her, like, kind of side hustle for okay. a bit. And so she... Um, Yes. So we did the cupcakes. We got together and did those wow. for, for a day. Yeah. They were delicious. Yeah, I had them at the end. And like I said, very well done. Um, we yeah. did way too many. Like I said, she really loves to, to make food in bulk. And so we had way, way too many. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it did seem like a lot, but um, they were good. And, you know, who doesn't like a cupcake? Right. Yeah. So, you know, it was perfect. I want to shout out some people that I thought did a phenomenal job. And you had shouted them out at the event. Michael and Jacob, they were the two young men from LVC that were the musical accompaniment. Mm-hmm. Great guys. I mean, they did a phenomenal job. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting yeah. is I had seen Jacob with another guy at another event. And so I contacted them. The other guy, Aaron, I think was his name, couldn't make it. And so he said, well, we have another. 
long story short, Michael and my my son went to school together. They were in band no. together. So when he walked in, like he was at Alex's graduation party, yeah. we were like, hey. <laughs> yeah. So it was like one of those small, small worlds. Yeah. Small so world. he, you know, um, and then he was eating the food and he's like, I remember these from Alex's graduation party. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he's probably like, oh, I was hoping I'd get these again. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, all by happen happenstance, you know. Exactly. Um, also, I wanted to shout out, there were two photographers that I saw. There might have been a third, but he might have been for a paper because he kind of hit and ran. But Michael, I think it's Coat. Coat? C-H-O-A-D. Okay. Shout out to Michael Coat. And I'm sorry, bud, if you're listening. Uh, and uh, He does listen. He did, came up to you and said that he, he listens did. I was, to you. Yeah. You're actually right. Yeah. So, Michael, I apologize. <laughs> I know you do phenomenal food photography and you work with Snitz Creek and uh, Rotunda Brewing Company there. So uh, you do nice work and I follow you along on Instagram. But the other one then also was... Uh, Ariana Sanchez Long. Now she was there taking photos as well, and just mm-hmm. real nice people. You know, came yeah. up. Do you want a photo? How did you you get a hold of them? Social media. <laughs> Power of social <laughs> media. Exactly. Yeah. I put a post out and said, you know, hey, I'm looking for photographers, and I hated to be like cheap, but once people contacted me, I was like, hey, I don't really have you know a huge budget for this, and yeah. they both said, I don't need anything. Well, I'll do Phenomenal. it for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which was great that they took time out of their day, you know, to do that. Yeah edit them and get back they both got back to me within like a day and a half with their photos that's it impressive. was great yeah, yeah it was that's great. real quick real quick turnaround and sometimes too it's it's not the money but it's the exposure right exactly exactly you yep. know it's getting yep. getting the word out there it's all about community like you mm-hmm. said and growing it so that's really cool um shout out to both of them for coming out now i also wanted to oh yeah <laughs> big shout out to kelly from caricatures by Kelly. I can never say that word. Caricatures? Was I, I, I right? I'm pretty close, right? Um, what they do on the beach, on the boardwalk, you right, know, and you yeah. pay like 50 <laughs> bucks and they, you know, do a couple's uh, drawings. But what a character she is. Yeah. Right? Like in the best fun. way. In the best yeah. way. Yeah, super fun. Amazing lady. How did you, I'm guessing you're going to say social media. <laughs> Honestly, it was two days before the event. She had posted it on this group that I'm in, like small business group. And she's like, hey, if anyone ever needs something like this, I do. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, do I send her a message? And she happened to be free. And I was like, come on over. Yeah. Um, you know, because, but I asked, how many can you do in an hour? You know, what do you think? You know, and she was really fast. I mean, oh, yeah. It, yeah it worked and out good well. and, yeah. and really good. I yeah. mean, I, I was impressed because while I was up talking, I saw her looking at me and I'm like, well, I'm already married. So what's going on here? Like, what? But obviously she was sketching me from across the oh. room. So I have the sketch here. It's above the mini fridge. And it's it's pretty spot on. Now, of course, once I went over and talked to her, she's like, oh, your cheeks are a little more fuller. So I'd make you look fuller. I'm thinking, no, no, the, it's great what you did. Don't add more weight. Take it off, if anything. And what I thought was really neat with her also, um, it didn't, like I said, it didn't cost anything for, for the people there. And then... Courtney and my daughter had left Parker, but she said, if you have a picture, I can sketch from a picture. I said, well, sure. So I gave her a picture. And wouldn't you know, I mean, just spot on for a caricature. Oh, so she added them in? I didn't even see your thing. Um, So she did two separate ones for me. Yeah. Mm. But based off of the photo, I mean, she was spot on. And it was a photo taken just a couple days ago. So I was like, that's, it was really neat. Um, And I hope to get her on the podcast one day because... She was telling me all kinds of stories, and uh, but besides the point. Um, so shout out to Kelly, and also, like I mentioned, Allison from Goldie Links. Uh, she stopped by with her her family. So you know, shout out to everyone that came out. I think it was a lot of fun. You know, now at the launch party, you were of course selling the books, and inside you were autographing them. You know, you do 
your family's name, your children's name, but you signed it, be Rosie Strong. So what does that quote mean to you? I think in the book, Rosie, you know, she starts out with being lonely and not loved in um, a garage and basically two people um, who are my husband and I find her and, you know, take her home. So the beginning of it's kind of the true story, you know, put her on a flatbed truck and, and brought her home. So, you know, going from the, the sad, you know, um, unloved type of thing into finding her passion and finding her her glory through making her into a flower truck, I think has a lot to do with that. You know, just keep going. You know, even though you might be depressed or sad or lonely, you know, it just keep keep going like Rosie did. And then um, obviously then there's a part in here about... <laughs> Um, I think we talked about it in my other podcast too, with, um, people used to always say to me, um, you're strong for a girl. Yes. And that used to always upset me because there was no need to add the for a girl. Um, they should say you're just, just strong. you're strong. Yeah. 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 Um, and so I actually put that in here at one point, Rosie and her friends, you know, it's called Rosie and friends. So her and her friend that she met in her new home, Eddie are out on a ride and they find this other car um, stuck in the mud and Eddie tries to pull out this new car and he can't and Rosie says well I can you know step aside I'll do it he's like no I don't think you can so let's get a tow truck and she said no I'm, I'm gonna try and obviously she does and um, he's like wow well you're really strong for a girl so I had to kind of put that in there as a little tribute to my experiences in life as far as you know you don't have to you, you can just be strong, right. whether you're a girl or a boy. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That doesn't need to be said. So it was interesting because the publisher that I used, she was like, I don't think we should put that in there. And no. I said, no, I really, that means a lot to me, you know, that yeah. that phrase because. And yeah. she thought it would, she didn't think it was a good idea to put no. it in? Mm -mm. Why? No. Because I feel like that's, I feel like not for, for just, like you said, for females or, or young girls, but across the board. Right. You know, you want to be strong as an as an individual, and to not share that story, it's like. Well, she thought it was. Um, how did she put it when I first brought it up to her? And she said um, she she thought it came across as. This wasn't the right word, but like bratty, like she just didn't think that that it, that it needed to be said. And so after I explained to her, the behind story behind, it, you know, she was like, "Oh, okay, I understand." But then. The way that she kind of did soften it a little bit in the story, you know, it wasn't quite as how I had it the first time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But no, I think, I feel like that's a key theme for the, for the story and, and right. for, you know, like you said, for your life experience. Right. Yeah. So now who inspired you to write, you know, the children's book? I feel like Rosie just brings joy. Um, I found that, you know, even just before we had Rosie and I just did flowers, people, you know, flowers just make people happy. You just, you can't get mad at flowers. And when people come to the truck, they're, not only is Rosie cute, so people yeah. always comment about, you know, that. Um, and just driving down the street, people honking and waving and smiling because she's just cute. But then mm -hmm. you add the flowers to it, and it's just, just happiness all around. And so that's what I wanted to to write about was just the joy behind the flowers, which is where she finds her purpose through bringing joy to others with the flowers. So that was like the idea behind why I wanted to write the book. But then, you know, after coming up with the initial idea, 
wanting to then bring a lot of you know the family in so the two other characters that are in the book her quote-unquote friends eddie who is a white convertible in the story um already has the home <laughs> that she then goes to um he is named after my father-in-law and um then the the car that they find stuck in the mud that she pulls out um his name is Debo and that is named after my dad who that was his nickname forever um it's actually on his gravestone <laughs> Debo oh, <wow>. yeah. <laughs> but his, his name is Gary so both of those gentlemen have passed my father-in-law Ed and my dad Gary so I wanted to put them in there for sure pay tribute pay yeah. tribute yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you do include a lot of special guests I mean you're in it Patrick your family how have those guests uh, impacted you in real life so eddie and debo are the only named characters in it um but then i really wanted to put drawings of so when we um went to the illustrator i made sure to give them a picture of my mother-in-law rose my mom corinne and then our son alex to have them in there at some point you know not anything in particular you know just a picture of them if you just scroll through the the book you probably wouldn't know it was them now in the back of the book it does show like side by side and i guess you'd be like oh yeah it kind of looks like them yeah so they um i definitely because that it's more of cars and vehicles and those were the things that talk you know mm-hmm. the other people you know didn't have a talking part in the story but this is supposed to be a series, um, so we're thinking about doing at least two more books, and so who knows if they'll be talking vehicles yeah, <laughs> at some yeah. point, maybe a wagon or, I don't know, something in the in the future. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. So a three-part series for Rosie and Friends. That's going to be <laughs> yeah. interesting. We'll see. Well, we'll have to have you back on then, <laughs> yeah. for sure. And maybe we'll have something, you know, some champagne on the third book or something. We'll have to have something. <laughs> Yeah. game yeah. okay all right cool all right high noon yeah we're- <laughs> high noon right we'll drink something so you know let's dive into the book if you could and and i know you you have been but just a brief summary from front to back i know there's some activity pages just kind of an overview of the book itself yeah so the story um like i said is rosie lonely uh and then she's found by these two people and they take her on a truck and put her to a new, clean, bright home um, where she finds these friends. So that's basically the story. There's a parade, you know, in there, which, like I said, we just did a parade, which is one of my favorite things to do because it's bringing the community in. And I, you know, that's what I love about my job. So then, yeah, at the end, um, it's basically open-ended saying, you know, we're going to have more adventures, you know, with them in the garage tired and sleepy type of thing. But then, yes, it goes through some activities for the kids to do, finding the people that we have, you know, the photos kind of going back. Um, there are words, how do I say it? There are word, words that are... Um, uh, how do I say yeah, Highlighted, say it? like, like yeah. wee! Right. And, yeah, ha, 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 and beep, Swish, beep. swish. Yeah, and it's so... It, it, yeah. One of the activities is, like, to go through through and find those and say them out loud and stuff like that so it kind of gets them a little more interactive and then (laughs) one activity so um, my dad you know it's interesting he he passed when he was 57 and my entire life I never ever saw him without a mustache he had a mustache my whole life 
and it was one of the it's called a Fu Manchu. And so I had to be sure to add that yes. to yeah to, to his characters his illustration. His illustration. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the you know the little activities in here too is talking about what a Fu Manchu is and to find it on him and stuff like that. So yeah, there's there's a few activity pages and then obviously the the author family and um which I love that. And my dogs. My yeah, I was going to say the, Winnie and... Uh, <laughs> Maisie. Uh, Maisie, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I love that because then it shows for the children or anybody reading the book, it's like this is who the characters are, are, are based on, even though they might not talk or have much of a role, but yet they're still crucial to the story. I mean, you got Alex, every, everyone's in here, you know, your mom, <clears throat> even the puppy dogs. And uh, yeah. the illustrations are, I mean, this is a very well-illustrated written book it is like before the show i was counting i think it's like 76 almost 78 pages yeah it was interesting because when i i went to the um, antique car show to sell this that was like a big goal of ours to get it done in time to get to the hershey antique car show which yep. is like the yeah. biggest car it's, show it's in the huge. United States or something and so one of the <laughs> one person was like oh that's way too long for my kids and i was like no 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 not the whole thing is not the story oh, yeah 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 right <laughs> right <laughs> There's definitely, you know, the back with the activity pages. There's a lot of pages, but it's not all story. You know, and even the, if you go through, well, the story's only on one side of the page. Co- correct. Right. Right. Yeah. right. There's a beautiful illustrations, which again, keeps the, you know, the children's attention. Like I said, I know when we read it to Parker, she was for the first, now she's just over a year old. Right. Uh, but like the illustrations, she was looking and I was making the sounds as we went. I think we got to, yeah, about here, about page nine. <laughs> and then I kind of lost her. But uh, yeah, I, I, we do love reading. And I think, and hopefully more people do read to their, their kids, you yeah. know. It's a great learning tool and I think more people should. The next question I wanted to dive in and see where it takes us. Being a first-time author, what was the process like writing Rosie and Friends' Adventures of a Flower Truck? It was definitely a learning experience for sure. Um, I had no idea what what went into writing a book. Um, Again, I kind of woke up with this idea and so I found a a publisher who was local who does other children's books. Um, She does her own and then she also has published for other authors. She was a huge help. I had no idea if this story would even work and so she you know as soon as I gave it to her she was like oh yeah that's that's great and then she said well I think it should be for ages four to seven again I didn't know that I didn't know like what age to kind of market it to um her books are for older um and then obviously there's like the little little age but she thought this would be good for like the the beginning readers type of thing so when you say it's for four to seven it's because they can the words are are enough for them to be able to kind of comprehend yeah. but you can like you read it to people who kids who can't right. read yet so it really i would say starting at like one all the way up to probably eight or nine i'd say but, up to 80 i mean you can right. you know what i mean yeah <laughs> right. if you enjoy a good book well illustrated yeah. and right and it's an easy read you know and uh yeah it's enjoyable but continue yeah yeah and i didn't know like does it have to rhyme you know like what <laughs> right all those right. different things i was like at, at yeah. what point you know do you do all that so she, again she was very helpful and then she did all the work as far as finding the illustrator finding the editor you know all of those things that are behind the scenes that i just had no idea it is a long process. I mean, it was probably six months of me writing, um, you know, going back and forth with her, giving 
her ideas and thoughts, you know, that shouldn't be in there. You know, there was something that my dad used to always, everybody was cuz. C-U-Z, cuz. Everybody was cuz. And I put that in here at first. And, you know, where he would call, you know, and she was like, that doesn't make sense. Kids aren't going to understand that because kids don't know slang or, you know. So we took that out. But in my head, you know, that was part of my dad. And so I wanted that. But, you know, I understand where she was coming from because, you know, kids at that age don't get that. So things like that. You know, so she was very... Even as far as, like, the illustrations, we had to go back and forth between, you know, well, should this be here or should this be bigger? You know, the first illustration of Rosie that's on the front cover, the flowers were just, like, a little bit of flowers. And so she was like, I think they should be overflowing. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. But things, because she's used to that and knows. What to look for. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So. Which I love, the, the flowers overflowing. And, and, you know, you can see, like, looks like dust <laughs> kicking up. It yeah. gives motion mm-hmm. to the cover. It's a beautiful illustration, um, and and real quick, it's funny you mentioned cuz because I have a cousin that we always c u z we always say cuz mm-hmm. you know it's like yeah. all the time. So shout out to my cuz uh, up north, <laughs> and uh, he's a brewer it's at uh, Sam Adams. So with the illustrations, like you were able to give some feedback, like you know Rosie has these beautiful blue eyes and these eyelashes. Like did they? How did that work? Did they just sketch and say what do you think, mm. or were you? Oh, okay. How how that well, work? Well, the first sketch that they gave us i actually have a screenshot on my phone it was on my birthday and she, i was so excited because she's like you know we're getting it we're gonna and she sent it yeah. to me and i was like oh my lord like i almost started crying it was awful it really? was awful i'm a terrible drawer and i was like i'm pretty sure i could do better than this like so i showed it to my mom who wow. my mom is artistic and i kind of wanted her to maybe be involved and my mother-in-law also is artistic okay but the publisher thought that would be a bad idea. Just it's just a lot goes into this this stuff, and it all has to be the same from page to page, and it's just okay. hard for people maybe who don't know, you know, all the ins and outs. Yeah, so I went back to her, and that was the only time I was like, I hate it. Yeah. Like I use the word hate, and I hate. don't normally use that so word. So it was bad. Oh, it was bad. Like the there the lines weren't straight. The bumper. Oh my gosh, it looked like a four year old did it. It was so bad. Wow. Yeah. Can I see it after (laughs) the recording? Okay, I got to see this. So now, is that the same illustrator? Or like when you said, I hate it, what was her response? So we went, (laughs) she was like, well, I think they could do better. And I was like, like, I hope so. Yeah, exactly. Um, So we went with an actual company. They... um, so it wasn't an act like a, just one person. So okay. it was a, and I don't know exactly how they work. I think it was like we dealt with one person who was like the project manager. And I think they had a team of people. Okay. And so I think they just changed like the person that was like the head leader of that. I don't know exactly yeah. how yeah. it worked, but we went back and we're like, hey, this is, so my mom, I actually, I said, mom, can you, so she on a piece of paper just sketched because it didn't even have like eyelashes. There was no mat. Like it just, it was really, really bad. And so my mom kind of gave an idea and then we sent it to them and said, this is what we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you... it was much better the second time around. Oh, good. We still had to tweak it. And even when we, um, got the like all of the illustrations we found well patrick was very um on shout out to patrick he has a thing with wheels and tires forever on any car and that was the first thing we changed when we actually got rosie were the tires and the wheels and the hubcaps 
And so he actually noticed on the illustrations. Well, right here, that's it's not the right color. And this one's supposed to be black. And this one's supposed to be... It was just hysterical. of All the things <laughs> that worry. I didn't notice right. that he did was, yeah. was the bumpers and the hubcaps and the wheel. You, oh, my well, gosh. You want it to be it accurate, so right? You yeah. want it to be very accurate. <laughs> and it reminds me of cars, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Rosie could integrate or fit into that world. Right. You know? Yeah. There's that's, a name for it when you put... A, a personality into a, an inanimate object and i forget what it's called but my son knows it and he refers to it all the time but i can't remember it's oh, like a real long word no um, yeah yeah <laughs> if you were to do it all over again which it sounds like you know second and third book is going to be coming out what would you do differently now like what have you learned i don't know i might try to self-publish the next round do it on my own people do that all the time like through amazon or or there are other places that you can go and self-publish. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I had no idea what I was doing, as far as, like I said, the ages and all that stuff. Um, so now that I know a little bit more, I, I might go that route the next time. Um, it would save a lot of, of time and money, I think, to, yeah. do it, to do it that route. So we'll see. Well, and, and like you said, now you have one under your belt. You have the experience, you know. Exactly. So yeah. you have more confidence in what you're doing and, and the decisions you make. And I'm sure you still have some connections that maybe you you could rely on like the illustration part um things like that because if you go to a different artist and again i guess they they now have something to work with but i'd hate for them to have to go through and you say oh i hate it you know what (laughs) i mean because it's already here it's beautiful you know rosie's beautiful so just roll with it but uh you know well i guess we'll see what happens with a with second and third book (laughs) let me ask this do you have a a timeline of like okay the second one's going to come out in 2025 and you know okay so it's just as it hits you inspiration hits you yeah. You'll write them. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, a couple months ago, the summer, Rosie had to um, be towed home. We went a little too far. She, she did a little too much. Um, and she had to be towed home. And that was a whole experience in itself. But the tow truck driver was super cool. And he was, so, he was very nice. And I jokingly said to my husband, hey, you know, maybe the next book, you know, Rosie can be, you know, towed. You know, she can find a hero. You know, so he gave me his card. And I was like, hey, you know. You might be in, you know, my next book kind of thing. Um, the idea, anyway. I said, well, what is your name? And he said, Dewey, like the beach. And I was like, that is a perfect a character name. Is... I don't even have to change it. Yeah. So I Dewey. think. <laughs> wow. Might... A love story, yeah. maybe, you know, or at least a, a helpful uh, hand, you know, from a friend. Wow, Dewey. That is so cool. <laughs> it sounds like book number two is already like halfway written. I know. Yeah. Who knows? What you, what's taking so long, Jessica? Let's go. <laughs> knock it out. No. Again, this just came out, so we're promoting Rosie and Friends, Adventures of a Flower Truck. So now, where can our listeners, you know, purchase the book? How can they get their hands on this? It's a hardcover book, just real quick. On the cover, it's got like a soft, almost like a matte feel. Really, again, high quality, very nice book. So how can they get themselves one? Right now, it's basically only available on my website, rosieandfriendsbook.com. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, stores to put it in. I don't have it on Amazon. That's a whole nother issue that I'm kind of dealing with. And some stores won't even put it in their store if it is on Amazon. So I have to weigh those options as well. But really? you know, Amazon reaches billions of people. And so, you know, mm-hmm. to have someone 
you know, in Idaho have my book, you know, versus just only people in central Pennsylvania. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so. you can reach a much larger audience uh, yeah. much more efficiently yeah. and much quicker. Um, I know some people have bought the book to donate. You know, they don't have a kid, and but they're like, hey, you know, I want to support you, so yeah. let me buy the book and then donate to my public library. And then hopefully, you know, when someone takes it out, they're like, hey, I, I want it for myself and all the information, you know, my website and everything is on the back. There are local bookstores, small bookstores around that um, I'm going to put it in. And some even like gift shops have said that was, they want it. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's a great gift, you know, with uh, Christmas coming up, yeah. uh, you know, for nieces, nephews, your, your kids, uh, grandkids even, you know, really for, for, any, for anybody. And um, where can people buy the book? Rosieandfriendsbook.com. Rosie and Friends book.com mm-hmm. i'll put that in the show notes for on the podcast whether you're listening on apple podcast spotify iHeartRadio, radio amazon music if you go to the show notes i will put that link there and then it'll go right to the book yeah there we go there perfect go. so now i saw on your facebook page you booked your first live tv appearance oh with good day pa <laughs> what's that channel abc 27 yeah for november 15th are you excited no what no a little nervous huh I am very nervous. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I do this. I think I'm okay. You're killing um, it. Yeah, so, you're doing great. Yeah. But I do fidget. You know, I'm sitting here fidgeting. And so you can't see me. <laughs> That's true, right? The listeners can't. Right. They can't so, see us. So yeah. you know, on TV, yeah, I'm just concerned about, you know, that and that's live live you know here if we mess up you can yeah, kind of see I, things <laughs> but, i can edit i do yeah, a lot of editing yeah. in my spare time yeah um so the idea that you know is there you know who knows if i fall or i don't know burp or something i don't know <laughs> like what if, is there yeah. one of those like five second delays you know that they right. <laughs> i guess that's important to ask when you get there but don't wear super high heels all right oh, but like be yourself Sunday. you know you have a great personality and and I feel like from little I've known you, but just from meeting you and I feel like you carry yourself with confidence and, you know, you have a, a, a great book, you know, just be yourself. And I think people really take to it. And I mean, look at the community you've grown already. Right. With Goldie Links, with the uh, Langster Balloon Lady, you know, she yeah. came all over from Langster and you know so many different people. It's well, a great opportunity. When you have something that you believe in, it's easy to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, same like with powerlifting, like to me, it's very easy to talk about because it's something that I know and I'm passionate about, say, you know, with the flowers and all that stuff. Now, if you would ask me, you know, to talk about something else that I had no idea or didn't care about, it, you know, be a little different. So I'm hopefully that takes me a long way on this show. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll be watching. <laughs> oh, I'll geez. be watching. So, you know, and plus too, there is no growth in our comfort zone. Oh, if you think about it, I know. you know, you have to be uncomfortable. I know. Whether you're talking in front of people at a book launch party or going live <laughs> to, who knows, hundreds of thousands of people or oh. whatever it may be. Oh, I'll, I'll be watching for sure. If people like to connect with you, what platforms are best? So I did start a Facebook page for Rosie and Friends, um, and that's what it's called, Rosie and Friends. I don't post a whole lot on there only because I just post so much on my Palmyra Greenhouse page. And then I feel like the same people follow me on both and they're just seeing it on both. So I'm just kind of feeling out how that, you know, works. I didn't, just like I started the Facebook page for Palmyra Greenhouse before it was a business, it was because I didn't want to bother people that are friends with. Mm, right, right. Um, and so, yeah, I just have to figure out where I'm going to be posting most of it. I mean, you think even if people aren't interested in the book they're still supportive of it and so they like to know what i'm doing or like to see the photos and things like that 
but yes, you can follow me on Rosie and Friends on Facebook or Palmyra Greenhouse. And I don't have something for Instagram yet for, okay. for the book. Um, so that's still all under Palmyra Greenhouse. Sounds good. Jessica Malloy, author of Rosie and Friends, Adventures of a Flower Truck on the American Grown Podcast in the Color Tech Creative Solutions Studios. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Shout out to Patrick. <laughs> to see photos of today's guests and more content, just search American Grown Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. If you'd like to be a featured guest on the podcast, please direct message or email Austin at AmericanGrownPod at gmail.com.